All right, all right. Is everybody in their place? Good. Class is about to begin. Welcome to Side Business School, the podcast that's dedicated to helping busy people just like you start and grow a meaningful and profitable side business. All right, class, let's get started. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Side Business School podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gentry, and I'm glad that we have a few moments together here. And if you're like us, things are extremely busy right now with school getting started and seems like everything is a whirlwind right now, at least for us. Maybe not you, maybe you... Everything's perfect, it's calm, it's peaceful. Hey, that's wonderful. At my house, we've got four kids we're getting out the door. It's busy, and (laughs) that's the kind of season of life that we're in. And that's why I connect with people like you, because how do we manage all of this activity with this entrepreneurial dream? Well, one way we do that is by saying no to some things. And I had to do that recently. And I had to tell a couple of people no to some really big opportunities here recently. And sometimes that just comes with the territory. And so we're going to talk about that today. But let me lead with today's quotation by the famed Warren Buffett. He said, The difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. Let me read that again. I mean, it's not bad advice, right? I mean, seems like somebody that we could, you know, give some credibility to, right? Warren Buffett. The difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. But what do we do? Usually it's the opposite. Usually we're tempted to say yes to almost everything. But that's not the key. So we're going to talk more about that today. Learning to say no. Have you ever found it hard to say no to somebody? I believe most of us have. And at one point or another, we have found it hard or difficult to say no. We have may even have found it hard to say no to what is perceived as an amazing opportunity, only to turn out that we should have said no. But people who succeed in building a side business that produces results know the value and the importance of saying no. I certainly don't suggest that we should be unkind and just tell people no and when you have to decline, we can do it in a tactful, polite way that communicates respect and even gratitude. In order for you to build your meaningful and profitable side business, the truth is, you must learn to say no. It's not always easy, but it does become easier. 
and more rewarding. And I'll give you some reasons why you should say no and how to say no in a way that's best for everyone. So let's jump right in with three reasons why you need to say no sometimes. Number one, sometimes you need to say no to others. Now, I don't want this to come across as a negative episode. I certainly don't want that. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you know that's not the perspective that I like to have. So I don't want to discourage you, but I want to actually encourage you by pointing out the positives of saying no. And when we're getting started, especially at the beginning, building our businesses, we're already busy with family, with career and other obligations. As you know, people request our time. They request us to do things for them or they invite us to activities or and many of those things are appealing. But sometimes we have to say no. When we're at the beginning stages, when we have those times when uh, we would have to, what I would say, delightfully decline, it becomes really important. Why? Because we're saying no to something or someone, even though it may be good and exciting and something that you know we could say yes to that will provide more income or a brighter future for our family. There's a value of exchange. For example... Every year, my brother-in-law rents out these boxed seats for a baseball game for the entire extended family to attend and watch the ball game. And, you know, you eat all the hot dogs you can and all of the food. And, and, you know, it's just a blast. And it's fun. But there's times when I've actually had to say no because I've had other commitments. And it's not that I dislike my family, right? I I absolutely love my family, and it's not that I wanted to be rude. I just had to say no. Now, the last couple of years, I've been able to say yes to that opportunity because I knew when to say no before. My point is that as difficult as it may be sometimes, we still have to say no now so that we can say yes more often in the future. In the business world, they speak of opportunity cost. It's a business term that means basically whenever you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. You're saying yes to a particular amount of value to say no to another particular amount of value. And you weigh the cost of the two and you choose the best option. Josh Kaufman, in his book titled The Personal MBA, says that opportunity cost is the value you're giving up by making a decision. Let me repeat that. He said, it's the opportunity cost is actually the value you're giving up by making a decision. As we build our businesses, we are consistently making decisions. Whether we're conscious of it or not, we're always making decisions. But at some point, we need to learn about the opportunity cost that is associated with decision making. So when it comes to telling others no, I would recommend 
that you would tell them something to the effect, I'm sorry, I can't because I have another commitment at that time. And if you've listened to this podcast at length, you know that I always encourage you to put your time on your calendar as an appointment. You have an appointment with yourself to work with your business. That is a legitimate commitment. That's a commitment to yourself, to your customers, to your family's future. And so you have a legitimate commitment that you are obligated to. Are there times when we need to be flexible? Sure. But when it's on the calendar and you're intentional about it, it's a real commitment. There is certainly nothing wrong with letting somebody else know when they make a request of you, let them know, hey, I'm sorry, I, I've got another commitment. And you can even point them to another resource or somebody else that might be able to help them. So it could end up being a win-win for everyone. You keep your commitment, you're able to say no delightfully, politely, respectfully, and perhaps provide them with another resource or someone else that they hadn't thought of already. So when you have to say no, you're truly telling others that you have this commitment, and now you're saying yes. You're saying yes to more freedom, to more financial freedom, to more opportunities later. All right, number two. Sometimes you need to say no to activities. I was recently invited to go on a trip with some friends, and to be honest, you know, I've been able to do a lot this summer with my family and such, and and it's been fun. It's been busy, but there had to come a point where I had to start saying no more often. I knew that there would have to be a point in which I would have to say no more often because to say yes to this trip would be to compound the fact that time away from work, time away from business would be more than what I actually want to pay. It's that opportunity cost. So I want to stress this. You know, I never recommend or uh, agree with saying no to, for example, your immediate family, your spouse and your kids, and to the point to where you're hurting relationships. That's not what I am advocating at all. I would never, ever press for that. I If I look at the calendar and if if my side business is hurting my relationships, then guess which one has to go? It's going to be the business. And in fact, uh, you know, that was part of the aspect when we were in vocational ministry. But that's a whole another story for another show. I just want you to know that there are healthy boundaries to be held. And I believe that we can look at our calendar, we can book the time for our businesses, even around those important family times. And by being intentional about it, we can actually invest in our families more purposefully instead of just haphazardly. We know when we're working on our business and we know when we're working on our family, right? So I'm not saying it's easy. 
It's hard. It's difficult. Sometimes it seems like it's impossible. That tension is there that we talk about. And I know it could be a challenge, but I also know that it can be possible. So with that being said, let me give a concrete example here. Let's say that you have devoted four hours of your time for Saturday mornings to work on your side business. But you have some friends that have invited you to go out Friday night to hang out with them. and But you know it's going to keep you out late. You know it's going to impact the way you feel the next morning. It's going to impact the way you create. You know you're going to feel sluggish. You're not going to want to get out of bed. You may sleep in and your work may not be as clear as what it would be. You know, there's an opportunity to delightfully decline. You can say that classic line that I've already mentioned, I already have a commitment, but thank you, I'm going to have to decline. And you understand the value of that decision. And trust me, you'll be thankful later that you made that decision. So it's up to you or when to say no and when not to say no You certainly get to make that choice, but you need to understand what the exchange is. need to understand the cost of the decision that is being made. We often hear the phrase that time is money, and when it comes to our side business, that certainly is true. The less time we invest in our business, then the less return we are going to experience. And the same is true with our family, right? I mean, the less we invest in our family, the less we'll receive in return. When it comes to the most important things in life, that's true. And we need to plan our time for the sake of our family, for the sake of our businesses, for the sake of practicing saying no to certain activities. By the way, to help you with your scheduling and your commitments growing your business and growing personally, I would recommend picking up the ultimate planner bundle at sidebusinessschool.com. You'll see it on the homepage. There's a section for it and you only have to make one payment and you get principal planner packages that you only have to pay for one time. You'll never have to spend another dollar on a planner. So some of those packages include the business planner package, the financial planner package, the wellness planner package, even a meal planner package so that you can start getting some of your time back so that you can invest it back into your business or your family. All that's available at sidebusinessschool.com. All right, so sometimes we have to say no to others. Sometimes we have to say no to activities. And here's the hardest, I believe. Sometimes we have to say no to ourselves. Saying no to yourself can be extremely difficult. (laughs) It's probably the most difficult of them all, if you would think about it. I can certainly say that about myself. You know that you've scheduled time to work on your side business and you know that you need to stay in the chair and create content or create a plan or whatever task is before you, 
whatever business you are building, but it's so easy to get distracted or it's so easy to get pulled away by something else or to find something else that seems like you are being productive, but you're actually not. Sometimes we can find ourselves being pulled away by doing something that is associated with our side business, but there's really not much of a return on investment of that time. It feels like we're busy. It feels like we're being productive. It feels like we're doing something good, but we really know that we should be doing that thing that we're trying to avoid. (laughs) Have you ever faced that? I think we all have. And so we need to stop trying to avoid what actually needs to be done and we need to do it. So there's times when we have to say no to ourselves. We have to say, no, I'm not going to get up from this chair. I'm going to continue to work on this task or this project or this item until the point where I can walk away knowing I've given it my best. You know, that's one of the reasons time blocking has become so popular. You devote a certain amount of time to this particular task and you do it within that allotted time. And some people even attach rewards to the end of it. So you you successfully complete that time block and that task and maybe you reward yourself with a milkshake or a a run around the block or whatever you find rewarding. But the point is being intentional with the time. Some people will work for 20 minutes straight and then they'll take a five-minute break, come back, work for another 20 minutes, take a five-minute break or a 10-minute break. And you can do that. You can experiment with what kind of rhythm works for you. Because that's really what we're talking about here is a, is a rhythm of productivity. And you can figure out what works best for you and gives you the maximum results. So it's not really about the system, but it's about knowing yourself and knowing how you work and realizing that, hey, I'm prone to certain distractions. How can I avoid them? And how can I stay on task? So it's not just getting wrapped up in a system, but how can I accomplish what I need to and say no to things like social media or checking statistics or even folding that load of laundry if you're at home, right? I mean, if you're at home, there's things to do. There's always things to do. Or instead of changing the oil on the truck, right? How do I keep myself in that chair and get the work done? I've got to say no to myself. There's a time for those things, but not when you're supposed to be creating something or doing something for your side business. So depending on what your side business is, you might find yourself saying no to many distractions to keep yourself there, to keep yourself painting or designing or whatever opportunity is before you. This opportunity cost is at play. And I think that a lot of times we don't say no, whether to others or activities or to ourselves, 
especially when it comes to others, is because of fear. We're afraid what they're going to think or what their response is going to be. And so we say yes. We don't need to let fear control that moment or control that decision. What we need to do is allow our schedule and allow our business and our families and what's in the best interest of our priorities determine what kind of decision we make. Not fear. Don't let fear be your leader. Lead your fear. So where do you find yourself in this conversation? Do you find it difficult to say no to others? Do you find it difficult to say no to activities or yourself? If you said no more often to certain things or to people or would your business grow faster? Would it be life-changing if you said no more often? I mean, think about it. I mean, it's like what Warren Buffett said at the beginning, the quotation, the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything. And if you learn to say yes to the right things and no to the right things, you'll experience more of the results that you want in life and business. And for me, I find that encouraging. So it's not that, again, it's not that we're being unkind to others. It's just that we are being intentional about our business, our families, and our future. I hope that you find that encouraging, you find it helpful. You have permission to say no. So before I go, I want to ask you to leave a rating and a review if you have not done so. As you may know, it'll help the show. It will communicate to others that this show is worth listening to or at least giving it a, a try. So I would certainly appreciate that. Thank you for joining me today. I don't take it for granted. If you're a regular listener, listen, I do not take it for granted. If you're a new listener, I don't take it for granted that you spent your time with me because time is life and it's precious and I'm thankful for it. Thanks for joining me and until next week, dream big and take care.